my chemistry. Got a lot to talk about, a lot to cover. We will talk some Villanova, we'll talk some Penn State, we'll talk some Eagles. You know, we're just gonna get on some sports. You know, um, first thing I want to talk about, first things first, um, it's gonna be about Villanova. So when we come back on um talk natural, we talk more about you know, um really where you headed in the uh, Villanova role and, and how 2019 could look. This is a um, special broadcast here that we're going to talk about. You know, I got a lot of sports in my mind. So, I mean, we just, that's how we're going to go. We're going to talk more about what Villanova is going to go toward. Brian Antoine having a crazy year right now. So, we're going to talk more about what Villanova is doing now, the next matchup, and we're going to talk more about what we think that the 2019 team will look more like. So, when we come back into it, we're going to get more into the flow of Fowler Leader as far as the Villanova Radio Podcast. All my Nova Nationists that want to know where we're headed. A lot of smart followers. I got smart followers. I do. Like Nova Nation is purely smart. Great fans. Uh, Pennsylvania fans are the bomb. They're just smart people. All right. So when we come back, we're going to talk more about Villanova, y'all. Fowler Leader. Check it out. This here goes out for all the niggas that be fucking mad bitches and other niggas' cribs. Niggas shit is sweet. Niggas creep up on your ass. <laughs> Live niggas respect it. Check it. I kick flows for you. Kick down doors for you. Even left all my motherfucking hoes for you. Niggas say Frankie pussy whip. Nigga picture that with the Kodak. It's the Mac Pack. We don't get down like that. Made my game down quite flat. Sweetness, when you talk that, petiteness, but that ass fat. She got a body, make a nigga wanna eat that. I'm fucking with you. The bitch official though, get harder than the missing yo. Try to hit it if she trippin', disappearin' like a finio. Yo, the bitch push a double O with the five in front. Probably a cannabis stunt. Y'all drive in front. I'ma kill with her. Probably kill with her. She fuck around and steal, huh? Then we all get laced, television, Versace heaven, remember when them, the shit she kicked, all the shit she kicked, she get dick from a player off the New York Knicks, nigga trick with dick and lust, the shit was flushed, he trusted me to fuck, like she was in the rush, he fucking his bed, quite dangerous, I'm in his ass while he playing against the Utah Jazz, my 112 CD blast, I was passed, she came twice, I came last, roll the grass. She giggled, saying I'm smoking on cold drones, and I heard a moan. Honey, I'm home. Yup, no cold for situations like this. I'm up in this broad, I know he gon' like this. Now I'm like, bitch, you better talk to him before the fist put a spark to him. Fuck around, shit, get dark to him. Put a part to him, lose a major part to him. Arm, leg, she begging me to stop, but the cat getting closer. Getting hot like a toaster, cock toast, uh. Before my eyes. Yeah. Probably the man. Um, crazy right now how I think people are looking at the Nova Nova team this year. I'm a little confused, but we're gonna break some things down here and follow leader here. Um, Nova's good. 
They always say we'll know what's good. Especially for the future. And that now you look at 2019, we want to I want to fast forward a little bit, 2019, and know that you we got the second rated recruit coming and the fourth rated of all time coming. And then Quinn Lee's still gonna be here. He's a ninth rated recruit of all time. He's ranking two four seven sports guys. Um Fatu Yaru was the number one of all time. Excuse me if I got the name wrong, you know, but uh, we all know about that great classic, classic 2009 class that had guys like Dominic Cheek and Malik Wayans. Classic class. And then you had uh, 2007 had Corey Fisher on that class. Big time, big time class. Now, looking at Javon Quinley being where he is and how he gets down, um, I think the last game really described a lot, described a whole lot and what he brings to the floor. Um, Quinley's going to be a, a, a distributor. He's going to be that point guard. He's going to be that guy. So I just feel like people need to look at what Jay Wright's doing, developing them just like he developed Brunson. But you got a guy like Gillespie that's ready to fight. And play that point guard position the way that you know he needs and play that guard position. We talk about what Phil Booth was and what he did as a player and how he contributed for Jay Wright when he first came in. It was different. We all know he's a combo guard. You know, Gillespie could kind of hold the floor way more than Booth could. You know, Booth came in in 2014, 2015. We all know he was on the bench, chilling on the bench. Doing this thing and contributing too. I mean, Booth hit fifty-six percent from the field his freshman year. He had forty-eight percent from three-point line his freshman year. You know, in that classic twenty-sixteen year, you know, uh, you know, thirty-one percent from three-point line, thirty-six percent from the field. I mean, we 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 forget, you know, know that you know he was on that team. He still scored big, but. He struggled a little bit from the field, throwing up a lot of shots, trying to get his time in there. See, that's the thing, that Booth was the score guy. He was the DiVincenzo of that 2016 squad. He was the DiVincenzo of that squad. But in that squad, you had a guy like Brunson who come in, play point. He had some big games as a freshman, but Archie Diakono was the guy that got the green light. Booth wasn't a guy like, he's not like Quinterly, he's not like Brunson. Booth was a straight-up go-getter, and that's what, how they used him. So now you got a guy like Gillespie who can fall back, play some point. He's a point guard, but he's more of a killer. You can just see it. Gillespie loves eating people. He loves it. So, you know, Quinterly's more of a point. As much as Quinterly can light it up, can dribble the ball, can play off the ball, he's more of a point guard. Some more of a point guard. Um, we look at guys in this year's team that, uh, you know, like I said, we're still going to get to 2019 because it's going to be exciting to really break it down, just how good this team is. I don't think people even realize how good this squad can really get down and how good they are. 9-4 Villanova goes against DePaul, right? Look at DePaul. We want to preview some things about DePaul. Now, 
DePaul is eight and four. Now, let's stop right now and stop thinking like DePaul ain't got nobody. Paul has a squad. All right, let's let's get that out of everybody's head right now. Let's break down Nova Nation what the Paul Blue Demons is about. Right, these guys are third in the Big East. Max Struss is the guy that leads them in scoring. Max Struss, 19.7 points a game, eight rebounds, 2.7 assists. Well around the game. 35% from the long range, 43% from the field. He's gonna be a guy we're gonna have to look at. Max Struss is that guy. He's a senior guard. 6'6", 215, having a good season, having a breakout season at that. So um, last game we had 10 points against Xavier and a loss. They lost 74 to 65. Max Struss is going to come out banging. You got Eli Kane, who's averaging 14.2 points a game, four rebounds, 4.7 assists, 1.4 steals. 42% from the field, 38% from the three-point line. We've got to watch guys like Eli Kane. Eli Kane is another senior guard, 6'6", out of Jersey. There's two guys you're going to watch out for. They have a, they have a good backcourt. And can slide then you got the next guy, the third guy, every 24 minutes a game. It's Femi Olujobi, 10.7 points a game, five rebounds. 66% from the field. 42% from the three-point line. It's not a team you can just run over, like 6'9", 258 from Long Island. He's another senior. They got guys as a senior. See, this is why this game is going to be a little hard, and, you know, they have to come out playing. They got Villanova. They got a test. Big East is just real tough. Sophomore Devin Gage is averaging 10.3 rebounds a game. 6'2", 195 guard. Another guard. They got some guys that can play the three. Um, like Max Struss, Eli Kane. You got, you got Femi, Olujobi, and Devin Gage. These are guys that's named right now in the top four in scoring. Wings, guards. I mean, they, they're going to bring it. And not to mention the top three scores averaging 35 or better. For the three-point line. So we're going to have to definitely watch out for it. All right. Jalen Lands, 9.6 points a game, 2.8 rebounds. You know, he gets in the game. He's the type of guy that you got to watch out for. Paul Reed. Paul Reed is another guy. He has 17 points against Xavier. Sophomore, 7.9.7 rebounds a game. This guy's you got 1.4 blocks. He's a 6-9 forward. I mean, these are guys we have to watch out for on the big. Xavier's first two guys are Struss and Kane, and you have to definitely look at them. Old Joby is a guy that is long, can shoot the threes. So you have to watch out for these guys on here. But the guys on Villanova, to me, that have to show up the most, who do you think? Now, I, I think people – look, Kyle Gillespie's going to play. I, I ain't seen him not having that, you know, saying that he's not going to play. I ain't, ain't heard that, you know. Kyle and Booth getting their game. I just think that Booth played such a great game, all-around game last game. I mean, he really played – he almost had triple-double. He's like he's getting better each game. All right, it's just, that's – he just is like he's getting better each game. So 
So listen, when we come back, we're gonna break down more about this little Nova team, y'all. 2019, we're gonna go into that point. So we'll be right back, Villanova Follow leader. What's free? Free is when nobody else can tell us what to be. Free is when the TV ain't controlling what we see. So my niggas, I need you. Through all the fame, you know I stay true. But my niggas stay free. Made a few mistakes, but this ain't where I wanna be. Before I'm judged by 12, put a 12 on my feet. So my niggas, I need you. Just a lad, I was cunning, just got a pad out in London. I keep stacking my money, I need a ladder by summer. AK shots, niggas ducking straight shots. Been a top dog, that's before the K dots. Cracking in 06, immaculate show me shit. Talking like you mentioned, disastrous on the strip. Holding on your bitch, could have never saw you a brick. With the people, you never been on the list. Mona Lisa to me ain't nothing but a bitch. Hanging pictures like niggas swinging from his dick. We so different, you thought these didn't exist. The Megalodon never seen on his wrist. I'm from the south where they never make it this rich. God is the greatest, but Satan been on his shit. Walking the pavement, I pray I'm illuminated. Over a decade and never nobody's favorite. Party kilo go hand in hand like we gambling huff. My amigo a million grams when we count them enough. You was dead broke, I let you hold it back. You paid for it, but I fuck around and stole We back, we back, man. Follow leader. Let's talk more about this Nova, Nova 2019 team. Uh, first, the big thing I want to let y'all know about is that this 2019 team is a little stacked, and it's going to be the only thing, only problem with this team is minutes. And, you know, Jay Wright's all about the dog fight. So whoever plays, it's like Sadiq Bay getting time, it's going to be big. Now, let's, let's get a little bit back to DePaul right quick because I'm a little excited to talk about 2019. And we're going to break down a lot of things and also how 2020 can shape out. I'm going to let y'all know some news on the 2020 recruiting class, which y'all want to know, which y'all should know. All right. Now, um, the Nova Wildcats, you're 9 4, um, third in the Big East. What you must know about this team is that it's a deep team. It's still a deep team. It's still a talented team. I think that people need to just recognize that from a bigger standpoint. It's still a talented team. Phil Booth having that year, man. Pascal scoring 15, I'm definitely surprised. He's shooting 44% from the field and 37% from the three-point line, even though, you know, to me, it's still a disappointing season. I expect way more out of Pascal. But 15 points, 55.6 re- rebounds, 2.2 assists, you know. But I'm looking at 20, 18 points to go with Booth. And I think it would have been a better team if Pascal was that guy. But Phil Booth scoring 17 points a game, uh, three rebounds, three assists, 45% from the field, and 37% from the three-point line. Gillespie, 11.9. 2.8 assists, 2.8 rebounds, 45% from the field, 39% from the three-point line, and 85% from the free-throw line. He's a killer. I just feel like he could average 18 a game right now. But he's busy having to handle the ball. I, I, I'm looking at his position, right? I'm just looking at Gillespie. I'm looking at Kyler, man. And he is 6'3", 183. Let this man eat. I just feel like, let this man eat. I, I feel like he's really being held back by being the point. Let him do his thing. I just really feel like he can be a special player. I could, He could be an NBA player 
that could be super explosive. Like, I would love to see him on the NBA team on the floor or, or with the Warriors or with the Lakers or with the Sixers running up and down the floor. He would just be something different. And, and Quinterly loves to handle that rock. Put them two at the point guard position. I think it should be a death lineup. He shouldn't start. Quinterly shouldn't start. Nah, it should be Gillespie and Booth. You know, but you should have a lot of death lineups with Gillespie and Quinterly there and Booth at the three. And then you move uh, Pascal to the four, I mean to the five. And you put like, uh, what was Cole, I think Cole Swider or um, Sadiq Bay at the four. But I think it should be Cole Swider because Cole has a, a, a long range jumper. You let Pascal play the five, this is a mismatch to me because of how athletic he is. I mean, just looking at this team, I'm pinpointing a team that can have a good depth line. A booth is a go-getter. Everybody, you don't take him off the floor when you're talking about putting up. And then you got Gillespie, and then Quinterly would be, he'll just dice people up. They couldn't hold him one-on-one. And then when they come for him, he brings people to him. Gillespie and Booth are going to be left open. You, you're not going to want to lead those, two, but you're going to have to. And so one-on-one, I like my chances. Gillespie hit the three. He's hitting 39%, move hitting 37%. Cole Swider is a guy that's also, when you give him the ball, give him the rock, he delivers. He delivers. I mean, you have your top two freshmen who I think have, have shown, displayed something that people are going to have to start looking at. I mean, they're ready to play. Jermaine Samuels, you got to give him all the love in the world. Right now, if you're looking at a, a, a team, I think Jermaine Samuels should be starting. You look at Bay, who is averaging, uh, he's shooting 47% from three. He's shooting 49% from the field, but Bay is averaging 6.7. I mean, he's only averaging 7.6 a game. Excuse me. Uh, Go back on those stats. Sorry about that. Bay is shooting 31% from the three-point line and 43% from the field. Remember when Bay started out? He was shooting so good. But being a freshman, I just feel like he's just not ready right now. And, and remember, Samuels and Bay was back and forth. Back and forth. Like, everybody like, well, Bay is this and that. No, Bay has the talent to be a star. We're not saying, but Bay is not ready. He's not ready, like Samuels is. I mean, I think Bay coming off the bench would be a mismatch for anybody because of his size and playing. I think him playing defense, everybody sees that Bay is a better defender than Samuels. 6'8", 220. I Largo Merlin. Shout out Largo. My mom lives out there in Largo, man. So, yeah. <laughs> my mom lives out there. Shout out to my mom. Love you. Um, Sadiq Bay is a freshman from Largo, Merlin. Um Number two player in DC, you know, coming out in the uh, 2018 class, and he has been instant impact, but he's not ready like Samuels. How many games did Samuels save Villanova? Saved this season twice. They just had good games. Samuels actually was the only, he was the impact guy. He can do so much starting. And I think eventually either Jay Wright is going to uh, take Bay's minutes or he's going to put Samuel in the starting lineup. You know, let base start and let Samuels get more minutes. I just feel like the start lineup should be Gillespie, um, Booth, Dada, 
Pascal and Samuel. Samuels has proved he needs to start. He's proved it. It's not Quinley. No. As, as much as we know Quinley's going to be that guy, he's a guy who I feel like should give way more minutes. Let him dictate the ball. Quinley is averaging 10 minutes a game, supposedly, right? I'm saying supposedly. Let's just go to this natural, natural thing here. and We will look at Quinley and his games. Quinley had 25 minutes last game, but the last couple of games, he did not play against Kansas. He had one minute against Penn. He had eight minutes against St. Joe's. And he had no minutes against Temple. Like, in my opinion, I just feel like he should be in there. Now, I'm not going against J.J. the man, man. J. Wright the man. But, yes, you do need Quinley in there. If he says no, all right, that means he's, he's, he's gearing him up to come in there and be a player. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and look at this whole year and Quinley's not going to be able to average and, and be a man getting minutes. All right. We look at the type of player, the type of impact that Quinley can have. In 15 minutes against Canisius, he ever he had nine points. All right, 17 minutes. We see uh, one for four, but you're giving him those 17 minutes. 17, 16, we should be seeing one for six, whatever. Who cares? Let him learn. He only had 17 and 16 minutes, so you put him on the floor. You let him be an impact player on their floor. You mean to tell me eight minutes against Michigan, three against Oklahoma State, none against Furman? You're going to tell me that? Mean, no, that, that's not even – there's no way in the world that should be happening. He should be on their floor. And I'm saying Nova Nation, listen, like I say, Jay Wright's the man. Ain't like I'm saying Jay Wright's anything or he's being stupid enough. Man. I'm just saying Quinley should be on their floor. We need him on this floor. And right now, with him getting 10 points in 25 minutes, when a captain, the captain Gillespie is out, and we blow out UConn, he played way better defensive ball. That's one thing that he didn't do, you know, coming in that he had to learn. He played better defensive ball. He's a scrapper. He is a Jersey baller. Put this star in the game. And I can only predict, and which I'm going to say it, that Quinley is going to get more minutes. No doubt in my mind, Quinley will get way more minutes coming in the future. Now, all right, the DePaul game, Booth and Pascal. I don't want to talk about nobody else getting, you know, Booth and Pascal. It always starts with them. And then Cremo, because they're seniors. Cremo's been shooting 47% from the three-point line this year and 49% from the field. 6.7 points a game. I think Cremo will get better and better and better. Cremo has shown his potential. He's shown it. He had 11 points against UConn. He had 12 points against St. Joe, 11 points against Temple. In the Big Five, he's already reigned and showed people what he's about. Um, Cremo's had bad games, too. And he had 10 minutes and nothing against two personal fouls, one turnover against Kansas. It's been games where Cremo has been non-existent. You know, you had games like Oklahoma State, but he still got 13 minutes. You had games like Florida State, but he still got 16 minutes. 10 minutes against Kansas. We just talked about that one. All right, 22 minutes, only six points. 
I mean, six points is good off the bench, right? Okay, we're going to rock with that. But he had 22 minutes. He still got 22 minutes. It's games that he wasn't there, but he still continued to get his minutes. And he's a senior. Rightfully so, right? That's the I think that's the common denominator on that one, you know, because both Quinley and Cremo coming in had the same struggles and problems, you know, reason why you don't see Cremo starting and nothing like that. You know, everybody was like, oh, Cremo's going to be the number the three. No, he's not. We need Cremo to be a defense end zone. We need him to come off the bench and show. So with him shooting like that, that's big. I think coming into March, he'll, I mean, that's something to look at that he's shooting like this. That means he's efficient. And, and it means that he'll be a weapon going in the future. 6.7.6 rebounds. 6.2 points, 7.6 rebounds, 4 Dada. My boy, Damir Cosby, Roundtree. Shooting 72% from the field still, 70% from the free throw line, 1.5 blocks, 1.1 steals. He's easily one of the best defensive players in the nation, no doubt about it. Um, against UConn, he had 5.6 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals. I mean, he's a defensive juggernaut. That's just what he does. And he'll get better and better. I mean, to me, if you look at him in the Big East, nobody wants to see him, <laughs> like, defensively. He's going to be a pest. He's he got the, all the energy you need. All right, Cole Swider, I've always said it. I'm going to say it one more time. This guy is – I know you look at the shooting percentages, but he's, he's another guy that ain't been getting the minutes, getting the same minutes as Quinley. But I see why, though. And you got Pascal right there. So you got to watch yourself on minutes in that category. So we'll see that. Happen with this team in DePaul. I think Villanova needs to blow them out. We need to make statements. Now, Villanova, I want to get more into talking about uh, the 2019 team and what that could offer. Next year, let's have some fun on that one because next year could be big. Like, it's going to be such a battle in practice. It's going to be way more different than what we ever thought before. Okay, what we ever thought. Um, Quinley, Gillespie, Justin Moore, who just scored a thousand points. Shout out to Justin Moore, Demetri Catholic, just scored a thousand. He's a thousand career point over a thousand points. I mean, Eric Dixon did the same thing. I mean, these this this twenty nineteen class, I think, is number one in the net. I, these guys are good, good, super good. All right, Javon Quinley and Gillespie to me are the starters. Yeah, those those are the guys who are the starters um, to me because you, you get your point guard and um, you get a guy that's been a killer. Now, let's just talk. Let's just throw this around. The things that could happen and, and could very well be the outcome. Quinley and Antoine at the point, at the guard positions, and Gillespie on the bench. Now, people are going crazy on that. But to start, that should be, to me, that should be it because you got the one guy. I mean, he's. Quinley clearly has shown so many times what type of player he is. The 9.3 assist game and 10.4 assist game should show you what type of point guard he is and why he needs to be on the floor. Antoine, super explosive. This guy's having 36 points a game right now and um, in a stretch where it's crazy. Um, he has really been dynamic. And I'm talking about right now, 2019 class. You've got the guys who are Cole Anthony and Brian Antoine, to me, are the best players in this 2019 class. I mean, James Wiseman and 
just it used to be him and carry to people. But no, nah, man. I mean, these two guys are having a ball right now. A serious ball. All right. Um, the third guy should be Jermaine Samuels. He's a junior. You put a guy with experience in there that could very well be the best player to lead the team in scoring next year. I really think if you put him there as being a junior, a three, you know, then you got Antoine, who I think would be the second guy. And then Gillespie be the third guy. And uh, yeah, Gillespie come off the bench. Gillespie should get starters minutes. He should be their sixth starter. And it should be lines where it be Gillespie, Antoine, and 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 um Quinterly because and then Gillespie's still the backup point guard, so he's gonna get minutes on both guard positions. He should still get between 23, 20, 20 to 23 minutes, 23, 25 minutes a game. If you want to say 23 and 25 minutes, that's not crazy. Gillespie can light it up. You put, um, let's say, Jermaine, listen, another guy who was one of the top 10 players this year, Jeremiah Robinson Earl has been completely one of the best players, period, in the nation, playing for IMG Academy, that super team. He is having a ball season. I don't see. People are saying Bay and remember, I mean Bay and no, no. I kept on telling y'all no. Jeremiah coming in the first year and taking that. Nobody's taking that powerful position. I don't care. Bay is not. If you can see right now, looking at Bay, I told y'all and Samuels, and Samuels is a junior. So I think small forward. He has to. I think Jay Wright is going to be in that favor because he's evolved so much. And people are talking about Gillespie. It's not written in stone that even Quinley's going to start. But I know and I'm saying that he is. You know why? Because, for one, he's going to evolve more this year. He's going to get it. Now, it's not written in stone because, you know, look at now and look at where Gillespie is. But if you look at what Jay Wright has said about this guy, and once again, I'm going to say it. I mean, every time he talks about Quinley, he talks highly of Quinley. Being uh, better than uh, could be better than the crowd, Kyle Lowry, him being able to play off the ball, him being so good with the dribble. When you hear Jay Wright, Jay Wright just don't blow people's. He don't blow people up the ass. He don't do that, man. It's just not his. That's not his mo. He's gonna let you know for real. He's grooming Quinterly, and you don't want to put him out there if you don't have to quick. And another thing is, you don't want to mess around and waste. And you can people can say what they want. Jay Wright don't want a person to be one and done. Especially when their team is not, you know, championship oriented. You put a guy out there, he does good, NBA scout, see him, boom. But you want to bring him in for the second year. And and the reason why he wanna bring him for the second year, because he wants to make him a better player. He just don't want to have him go out there and just one and done and not ready. But he wants to make him a better player. If he if he had the opportunity to keep Spellman back and have somebody just starting over him, he would have did it. It's no doubt in my mind he would have did it. But he needed Spellman. He needed guys like Brunson. He had no other guy that could be a point. You know, Booth wasn't that type of point. He was a she's a combo guard that could score. He needed Booth to be there, go get him score. He had nobody like that right now. And now you can keep Quinley back and groom him. That's Jay Wright. He does that. All right, now um Eric Dixon. Eric Dixon comes in, and this is a scary thought because really they need him. I mean, there's no backup center. You know, you got a lot. You got Cole Swiley, who I think would be backing up Jeremiah Robinson Earl, which is nasty, right? And then you got um, Jermaine Samuels and Sadiq Bay. I think this is 
you don't want to make a problematic transition. Now, the thing is this. It could be Gillespie and Antoine and then Quinley come in. It could very well be Quinley backing up Gillespie and it'd be Antoine. Like, it could very well be that. And then you throw in. So it wouldn't be a bad thing if you got Gillespie and Antoine. That would be a dynamic backcourt. And then you still got Justin Moore coming off the bench. And then you still got Brandon Slater. I mean, come on. You still got Brandon Slater. Dada and, and Eric Dixon are going to eat people for lunch. You can sit Dada down and put Eric Dixon in there, and that's just going to be even more get back. Now, who's going to mess with that deep team? Who's going to mess with it? I mean, um, Matthew Hurt, no, I think it's Kentucky and Isaiah Stewart. Get rid of anybody thinking about Anybody thinking about if if that could happen? I, 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 I honestly, I really think that I don't think hurts there at all. Um, Villanova is recruiting the number one guy in twenty twenty one, and uh, Terrence Clark is a beast. I mean, he plays for Brewster with guys like Jalen. Luke and um, Jamal Mashburn Jr., very good team. And shout out to Jalen, man. He's, he's just a hype guy. You see him, he's must-see TV. Must-see TV. We look at Terrence Clark for 2021. You got Trey Patterson for 2021. You got them recruiting Jalen Duran out of Roman Catholic in 2022. Um, I've heard about that one. Um, Villanova is on the prowl, and they're recruiting big. Chet Holmgren, another guy. They were out to see a 2021 class. This guy's super talented. So, like I said, Villanova is a team on the prowl recruiting. They really are. And they're coming up sneaking. I mean, they're Jeremiah Robinson Earl, man. I'm telling you. I was seeing it make noise, and I said, ooh, don't be surprised. Do not be surprised if Villanova snatches, and they did. I mean, you just look at this team next year. It's going to be real hard to mess with them, and you're going to need a point guard like, you know, Gillespie and Quinley because a lot of these guys, I mean, you they're lucky to have Gillespie and Quinley, especially Gillespie with the experience as a junior and winning a championship. You got three guys who've won their championship in Dada, Gillespie, and Samuel. They should all start. All three of them should start. I mean, and then Quinterly is a guy, I feel like he's good, no doubt about it. He's a junior. Uh, how how long will you have a talent like Quinterly? I think Quinterly should get dynamic minutes next year. I think he should really turn to that guy. Jay Wright could very well have a, a problem that everybody would love to have. You, I think both guys should still get starter minutes next year. He can do so much with them guys. So much, you know, Antoine around 6'5", and Jeremiah Robinson Earl around 6'8", 6'9". I mean, he can do so much with these guys. Uh, Dixon is around uh, 6'7", 250, Justin Moore, 6'4", 200. He's a killer. He's an automatic killer, Justin Moore. Best player in Maryland, number four shooting guard in the nation. And to me, he's a five-star. Eric Dixon, another guy. I don't, I don't even understand how these two guys, Moore and Dixon, are not five-stars. 
I um, they dominate every time they get a chance. They making stuff happen, so it's just crazy to me. Um, Brian Antoine is a, is a force on the court, and he makes things happen big time. Now, listen, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk more and more Villanova. Yes, we're gonna talk more Villanova. All right. So as soon as we come back, I'm gonna definitely, 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 we're gonna talk more about that great, great Villanova. This is good to talk about this 2019 team and the recruiting, y'all. So we'll be right back to talk more Villanova. Yes, say it again, Villanova. Let me say it. Let me utter it again. It's Villanova Radio. Follow. Delete. Wayne, we got to make it about this life. Whether we dribble out this mother, rap metaphors and riddle out this mother, Work second floors, I spit a walk this month. Somehow we gotta get about this mother. Someday the cops will kill a up. I don't always wanna be this mother. Damn. Wish I could take the song on this magic carpet ride through the sky. I used to play the hall of fifth floor. Me and my boys, we all fall getting. Ah. See the worst of the worst. I deserve every blessing I receive. I'm from the dirt. Ah. Been in my seat on unfertile land, Myrtle Park, Marcy flushing and no strength. And still I grew. Somehow I knew that the sun is shone through. And touch my soul, take hold of my hand. Look, man, the tree grows in Brooklyn. Somehow, some way, I gotta make it about the hood someday. Somehow, some way, I gotta make it about the side. Come on. Some way, I gotta make it about the hood someday. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, somewhere, Jay Z, love that joint. Listen, man. Um, Villanova football is one thing I want to get on real big right now. Um, Villanova football is making real big runs and strides. TD IU Darajai and the Trail Palmer are the two running back targets to really look at. I mean, they're sensational. They run hard. They run. I mean, they 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 they're two guys that there's no doubt in my mind that um, if they're added to Villanova, it's going to be something. I mean, to come back with talents like that after losing out on some talents is big. Wyatt Hummel, two star offensive tackle, six six two ninety five. I mean, right out of Dallas, Texas, this guy can be another great addition. Noelle Miller is down to Villanova and Delaware. If you didn't see it on VU Sports, check out the interview. Um, I think he's going to go to Villanova, and that would be big to have him there with Jaquan Allen. Uh, missing out on Tyreek Brown. Tyler DeVera, Louisville is interested in him right now. He's a guy looking for more. Um, it's, it's a lot of D1 schools looking at him. So right now, if he, he doesn't have Villanova in his sights right now. Marvin Pearson does, though. Marvin Pearson is an athlete. Now, he's a big-time defensive guy who also caught for five, over 500 yards and three touchdowns at tight end with 30 catches. He's a super talented af- athlete. If you put him in Villanova's offense, if he commits, he's a, that's scary. I ain't seen nobody running tight end like this guy. I mean, he could really come in and make instant impact. Seriously, if he goes to Villanova, you're going to see something different at tight end. Um, and Tyler Devere, if he commits, I mean, this is these are two these are the two tight end guys that that 
the battles between these two guys, Tyler DeVere out of uh, Virgin Catholic. Eugene Asante, it's just too many guys, three-star, too many guys going after him at running back. All right, it's too many guys. Um, he's a good linebacker. Sky's going after him there. Three-star offense outside linebacker. So watch out for him there. I mean, D. Will Barley committed. We know Jalen Goodman, uh, Jalen Howard, William Hambrook, guys like that, Jaden Rollins, uh, Connor Watkins. This is a real good class coming up. And it's really good to focus on this class because, see, this is going to be the makeup. Quadra Ismail is the man next year. Quadra Ismail is the man. Jaquan Allen can come in with Javon. I think he can have an instant impact and get instant minutes. I mean, instant snaps. Instant snaps. Like, seriously. Instant snaps. He has that type of impact. Um, him with Changa Hyde. And then you got Dez Boykin coming. And you still got uh, McGriggs there. I mean, they have a lot of weapons there. Javon Jones, they got a lot of weapons they're receiving. You bring in Noelle Miller, who could fall back. You know, I mean, I don't think he can. I think with Changa Hyde, I think Jaquan Allen can get in with Changa Hyde. And then you bring in Dez Boykin, and that could be something. And you still got Julian Liasi and McGriggs. Now we're talking. And then Javon Jones can come in there and see. You know what I mean? Now we're talking guys who can give Quadia Ismail at 6'7 some weapons. And you still got Jalen Jackson, Demon Drew, and Justin Covington is another guy. I got an interview coming with him soon. Justin Covington can tear up the whole football field. Like we know what he can do. Um, then you got Simon and Ty, Ty Summers and Simon Simon B. Man, both them guys are at tight end. And if they can bring in somebody like Marvin Pearson that can come in and give them a three tight end, uh, I mean Villanova can shock teams next year. Not to mention that Jalen Howard could come in to get minutes, but you still got Mikey Taylor. He's coming. Lorenzo Hernandez, the Trail Reed, Javante Johnson. Guys like that are still going to be there. Jared Nelson, Garrett Zobel. It's going to be really something to see how these guys react and how these guys play. I'm very anxious to see this line get down. You know, you got Owen Thomas, Trajan Anderson. Um, at linebacker, Forrest Ryan, Josh Patrick. Don't forget Malik Fisher on the defensive line. All these guys are savages. Every single one of these guys are savages. And the defense is going to be something different to look at. Look at the no-fly zone, I call it, man. I mean, Villanova has it, man, with Amos and Benford and McDaniel and uh, Vassal. I mean, goodness, they got so many, so many, Elijah Trent, so many different playmakers. This defense is what I'm really excited about. So many different playmakers on defense. So uh, Elijah Simmons is coming. It's going to be something big to see, man. I'm really, really anxious to see how this team gets down. Now, Villanova, more and more on the 2020 recruiting. This is where we want to go right now. Like I said, Jeremy Roach. They said Evan Daniels made a, a a pick for Jeremy Roach with uh did anybody hear about that? Did Evan Daniels made a pick for Jeremy Roach of Villanova. Anybody hear about that? No, I'm pretty sure they didn't. I've been saying Roach to Villanova for the longest. Anybody want to believe it now? Because you seen Evan, he seen Evan even put it down, didn't he? Now everybody's like, oh my god, yeah, of course, man. It's gonna happen. Villanova is going to get Jeremy Roach. 
and that's going to be another five-star added to a 2020 class that could very well feature Jeremy Roach. Uh, think about this. Let's me be a senior. And let's think about this this, this backcourt. Javon Crowley, Jeremy Roach, Colin Gillespie, uh, Justin Moore. Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Like, say what you want, but I'm just saying. I mean, and then when Gillespie leaves, you could have Quinley and Roach back there with Slater and Moore. I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be Brandon Slater and, 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 and Justin Moore with, you know, I just think that's how it's going to end up. I think I'm on that role more than anything. Like, that's how it's going to end up. We'll see how Elijah Hutchins Everett is another guy that Villanova is recruiting that I'm really excited about. The 74th ranked player in the nation, 12th ranked center, fourth ranked player in New Jersey. I think he should. He could be a five star. I think he's going to be one. I think people are not rating this guy enough and high enough. I mean, he's something different. Every time he plays. He's big. He's, he's having big games. And I think that people are not looking at just how good this dude is. All right. In the city of Palms, he um, showed why he was good. He hit three-pointer. He hit four for 11 from the field, one for three from the three-point line, two for two from the free throw line, 11 points, nine rebounds. And his second game, 19 points, 12 rebounds. He can hit free throws, which is big. And I think that's one thing Jay Wright probably looked at. And then he had 23 points and 14 rebounds. Another game. I mean, you're looking at a guy that could really be that guy for Villanova at center. and But Penn State's looking at him. Slot teams looking at this guy. We got to watch out for that. Now, um, before we wrap this up with Nova Radio, man, I just want to say shout out to Nova Nation once again for being the best fans in basketball and football. I mean, we need to be better in football. Come on, we need to be better in football, but in basketball, it's bar none, man. It's bar none. So, um, like I say, I had to, um, we got more talk coming. The radio, this show is not over. We got NBA Draft Talk coming in the second segment, but we're going to end building over radio with saying shout out to everybody, Eric Watkins of VU Sports. Shout out to VU Hoops, man. You know, um, shout out to Philly Sports Network. We all a team, man. That's what we do. All right. So, um, once again, signing off, y'all. Telling everybody to um, stay productive, stay on it, you know. And uh, follow me. You got to follow me on Facebook, Lita Johnson. Like my page. Um, hottest blog out there. Um, Instagram, Lita Johnson. And don't forget, definitely, Twitter. You know, all my Twitter followers, man, they always, I just love the, the Twitter love, man. I mean, I get so many emails. Um, if you got any questions, any topics you want to ask me, um, email me at leader 
leader5813 at gmail.com. To everybody, man, file leader. I'm out. Step away from throws, step away from throws. And as the 